Hello, everybody, and welcome to the first episode of PandaCast. I am Rainbow Panda, and today I am very excited to launch this podcast. This is going to be a professional wrestling podcast where I talk about wrestling, whether it's a certain wrestler, a pay-per-view, a show, um, answering fan questions, going through a recap of all the stuff that I watched this week, conspiracy theories, fan theories, personal opinions, all of that. None of it is off limits. It's all up for grabs on the table of PandaCast. In the future, I hope to have guests, whether those be people that are in the business, retired from the business, behind the scenes people in the business, fans, um, friends of mine, friends of mine that aren't wrestling fans, but are for some reason very interested in it when I talk about it anyway. And I'm very excited to start this journey and have you guys come along with me. So on this episode, it's mainly going to be a question and answer, maybe a little bit of my opinion here and there about different things. I had asked you guys on Twitter, um, if you follow me at rainbow underscore Sarah, I asked you on there to send me some questions and I would answer them. So these are the questions that I got and we're going to answer them. So the very first question is, what was your go-to promotion growing up that got you into wrestling? And I have literally watched wrestling for as long as I can remember. I was born at 7.03 p.m. on a Saturday, and that was back in the day when wrestling was broadcasted on Saturday evenings. You had WWF in the mornings, and then you had WCW in the evenings. And at that time, I know I looked it up, there is like a website somewhere, or at least there was a couple of years ago, where you can like put in a date and a time and it'll tell you like what was on TV wrestling wise. Maybe everything else too, but I know definitely wrestling wise. And I know I looked it up and it was like a replay of, I believe like WrestleMania 2. They were replaying that on TV. And that was what was on when I was born, so. That was pretty exciting to to know like specifically and from there i basically got into wrestling because my dad watched it we came from a one tv household for the longest time i didn't get my own personal television until i was like 14. so you know you had one tv so even if i didn't like wrestling i still would have been stuck watching it but luckily for me and not luckily for my mom. My mom hated wrestling growing up, but me and my dad, and I don't know, I guess my brother is kind of into it, but he is a lot older than I am. So we didn't really grow up together, but he does ask me wrestling questions every once in a while. Like whenever like the tragic stuff happens, like when Eddie Guerrero died and the Crispin Wall stuff was happening and all of that, he would like call the house phone and be like, what happened like I heard about this thing because that was kind of you know before the internet was what it is now so you couldn't just necessarily google something but you know I always watched you know WWF in the morning WCW in the evening and then if there were ever any indie shows on cable which there wasn't a lot we didn't have like a package with every channel known to man it was like basic cable 
so any indie shows i would try and watch but i didn't really get a lot of them the first like kind of indie stuff was they did start showing ring of honor once it was sort of less indie and more a little mainstream and then you know whenever tna was on spike that was something that i also watched a lot but i was so happy growing up being able to watch wrestling because it just it was so entertaining to me i remember there was one time when i was literally like four or five and raw was like brand new it was probably less than a year on tv and i was staying at my grandmother's house and she lived out in the country and had one of those like big satellite dishes that were like you know looks like a flying saucer and it's like bolted into the ground and it's huge it's not like the little ones that you they have now it was one of like the original og like weird looking ones and what ended up happening was there was a storm and it was seven o'clock eight o'clock whatever time it went on at that point and i wanted to watch wrestling so we turned it on but as with the satellites it was like complete static you could not see anything however you could hear it so i remember i just sat there in front of a static television listening to the commentary of jr i think was one of the commentators and then i don't remember who the other commentator was but i was just listening to the commentary and i knew exactly what was going on i was explaining everything to my family like okay this is what this wrestler is doing this is what this wrestler is doing like this happened and this happened and my grandma was just so amazed that like i could be entertained at such a young age by not even the picture but just by listening to the people talking and that's one of my younger wrestling memories that I will always have. That's always really near and dear to my heart because I think it is something that not a lot of people can say that they have experienced. But I was I was lucky that, you know, I never got to go to a professional show until I was older. But at least whenever I was younger, I was allowed to watch the show. I, it was never, regardless of the era, or what was going on it was never something that i wasn't allowed to watch i might not always get to watch the entire show because i had a bedtime and it went on past my bedtime and that was always a problem for me but i did get to watch it weekly and i have always been very appreciative of that because you know there are some kids that are into stuff and their parents won't let them you know be into it and luckily even though my dad worked third shift so he wasn't home whenever the show was on live but I was always able to watch it and whenever I would go away to camp I remember giving my mom and dad I would like send them postcards and it wouldn't be like hi mom and dad like I miss you I'm having a great time I would be like make sure to record wrestling it starts at 757 657 central on channel 34 and <laughs> I hope that my mom still has those but I don't know but that is sort of some of my early memories of wrestling and I could go on forever about specific wrestlers and memories that I have of them and like which wrestlers impacted me both positively and negatively and the ones that impacted me negatively how throughout the years you know I've I've changed you know I've, I've grown up and whenever you're younger at least for me and my personal life I can say that you know you don't realize that certain things are happening like I didn't really think about people getting injured 
it's just whenever a wrestler was gone for a long time he was just gone like i didn't think about if he was going to come back or like where he went it was just like oh, okay so like whenever they would return i'd be like oh my god i forgot about this person and i don't know that was just my personal experience i've talked to other people around my age and they kind of had different experiences so maybe i'm alone with that but I mean, it's sort of like watching anything, you know, even during the Attitude Era, like a lot of the adult content, I didn't understand it. I didn't get what it meant. So, you know, it was fine for me. And now growing up, I'm like, okay, like I, I can enjoy this in a different way. And so I like that, you know, something can entertain me in, in a completely different way, but I, I still love it. So I think that pretty much answers the first question. The second question is what wrestlers or what wrestling events do you watch to this day? And the answer is it is ever expanding. I obviously watch WWE, I watch AEW, I watch Impact when I can. I have to watch it on an app and I don't always have the time or the signal to just be glued to my phone. I watch NXT. I know it's part of WWE, but to me it's it's different just because it's such a... To me, NXT is a better quality show than Raw and SmackDown. I also am not currently really watching very much of SmackDown because I, they've taken it off of the Hulu app um, for like the regular Hulu subscription. You have to be subscribed to like the special one or have it as part of like your cable package and I don't have cable and the people that I know they do have cable, it's not part of their package where you can like log in. So I haven't really been able to watch Hulu or um, the SmackDown that's on Fox. However, I have learned that at least on my end, I can watch the first hour of each show of SmackDown on Fox, but then you're kind of, you know, missing the quote unquote like best part because they always say it's the best for last. But it is nice to be able to catch up on that. And they do put those shows on the network now, which is a little different. I didn't, I just kind of learned that recently that, you know, they have a 90 minute show on Hulu, but if you wait like a month or two, they eventually put the entire like two hour show or however long that episode is on the network. So if you also didn't realize that, that does exist, but I don't like waiting a month. You know, I, I already watched the pay-per-view. Like I want to see what's happening now. So yeah, WWE, NXT, which to me NXT is, is the best of the three shows that WWE produces. I do watch the NXT UK, but not as frequently, but I do watch it. And then AEW, Impact, whatever it wants to be called nowadays. And then just a bunch of indie stuff. I like to go to indie events whenever I can. Recently, I went to California to the My Chemical Romance reunion concert and it was so good but there since I knew I was going to California I wanted to go to an indie show and I was like I'm just I'm just gonna search so I literally just put into Google like California wrestling shows or something like that and this promotion came up that I had never heard of and I was really excited about it and it was called Wrestling Pro Wrestling and I instantly bought a ticket it was a $20 ticket and it was the most entertaining show that I have been to this year. It was so good. It's actually put on um, by Brian Kendrick, who is a WWE wrestler, and it's it's like comedic, but it's also like there's some really good talent there, and it was really amazing. It took place in like a moose lodge, and 
there was maybe like 200 people tops there. I'm really bad at judging how many people are in a room, but I think there was probably definitely more than 100. And it was nice. They had like five matches. The whole show had like a recurring storyline and the announcers were great. The referees were great. The com the commentators were great. Like it was just a really great show. It was like I said, my favorite, the one that I went to was Turkey Mania 3, which is on YouTube and Twitch by the time this goes up. So if anybody wants to check that out, it will be there. They, it looks like they have shows almost monthly and then they upload them to YouTube and Twitch after they have them and it just looks really entertaining. So I'm hoping to get some of those people, you know, on this podcast at some point because I really would love to learn more about it. Besides those, um... NWA, Game Changers Wrestling, I really like that. They have a show um, in Asbury Park, which is close to where I live, in January. So I'm really looking forward to going to that. And AEW just announced that they're doing a show in New Jersey, and I'm really looking forward to that. I was really hoping they would come to New York, but they didn't announce it yet, but I'm still hopeful. But I'm so excited. I was supposed to go to the last pay-per-view that they did, and then I literally got injured the morning of getting ready for it and so I wasn't able to go. Besides that, um, Lucha Underground when it was a thing, New Japan obviously, the MLW, and just anything. Like if I see wrestling, I'm gonna stop and I'm gonna look at it. But there are just so many indie promotions right now that it is difficult to like keep track of all of them. But I try to watch as much as I can. The next question is what are your top five favorite wrestlers and I will preface this by saying that I have an absolute number one top favorite and then I have other ones and I always leave one spot because I'm always just completely changing my mind obviously my number one will always be my number one but the rest of the four it can change like sometimes my favorite is literally just who I'm watching now who entertains me the most now and right now, that is somebody that is very recent. He's in AEW, and I just, he is so entertaining. I followed him since before AEW, but I'm really glad that whenever he got signed, and he's just been so entertaining to me. But my top five favorite wrestlers, number one, always has been and always will be Shawn Michaels. He, I don't know what it was about him that I was just drawn to, but since a young age, I've always just been very drawn to him. He's been so entertaining. I love watching him work and just the things that he can do in the ring. He's really good on the mic. He's really good at talking. After he retired, I made sure that I was going to his Hall of Fame ceremony. I didn't even care about going to the WrestleMania that they had in Atlanta, but I had to go and watch him get inducted into the Hall of Fame. And then just from then on out, like I get so excited every time he he makes a comeback just doing a promo or whatever. I didn't watch the match that he had in Saudi Arabia because I don't support that show. I'm one of those people that just doesn't think that, you know, WWE should be there and I, I don't I don't support those shows, so I didn't watch that. I also didn't completely agree that he should be doing it because like he has always been very outspoken about how he was one of those wrestlers that like whenever he retired that was it and than, you know to be advertised as doing a match it seemed a little a little cheap to me but I didn't watch it no regrets about not watching it I don't even really know that many people that did watch it in my personal life that could tell me about it but he's always been my favorite I will probably at one point just do a whole dedicated Shawn Michaels podcast 
but for now he's my number one always has been always will be um the next in no particular order the only female on my list currently but i do love so much about women's wrestling that will be another like standalone topic china she has always been my favorite female i loved watching her sort of in my mind at least her debut and her like early WWE career was being like Triple H's bodyguard and I loved that and I loved the idea of a man needing this big strong woman to protect him like in my mind that's how it was and you couldn't tell me different and I loved it it was very unfortunate like her end I was shocked I did have kind of a chance to meet her at one point and I just I couldn't do it like she was walking around an event that I was at and I was like I could go up and say hi but I just I didn't think that it was the time or the place and unfortunately that was you know a few months before she passed so you know missed opportunity but she's still you know i hope that one day she goes into the hall of fame solo i was really excited to watch her get inducted with dx in new york at the barclay center in brooklyn and it was so great the next two um jeff hardy he has always been one of the most entertaining wrestlers to me i am so entertained by him his personal life, he does have his demons. I wish that he gets those worked out and that he can come back and have a last final run. In WWE, I think that him and Matt are very entertaining, but he has always been my favorite of the two Hardy Boy brothers. And then we have Edge. Edge, you know, along with Jeff Hardy, they did so much for wrestling and I was always just so entertained. He was always able to keep me entertained. His promos were really good. His evolution from tag team to singles to all the tag teams that he was in. It was just always so wonderful. I was also at his um, Hall of Fame induction and ceremony. And it was just, it was great. It was really great seeing him. I, I'm not one of those people that thinks that he needs to come back and do one more match because, you know, he was very injured and I don't want him to get hurt. And he doesn't, I don't feel like he owes me that. So... I'm just gonna leave it as that and then the final person in my top five currently which he can be rotated out but for the last like few months i have loved everything about seeing him on tv it's been so entertaining i'm always sending clips of his stuff on dynamite and dark and just everything it's orange cassidy i He's just so funny to me and he has a way of just, I mean, he doesn't even say anything and he is just hilarious. I could watch him forever. I think that he, his attitude, you know, he's cocky, but not like super cocky. He almost reminds me of like a silent Johnny Bravo that's not as much of a douchebag. I don't know. I don't know how to describe him, but he's just so entertaining. He, you know, even the freshly squeezed, like it, you know, makes me only want to buy orange juice that says freshly squeezed on it. And I just, he's so entertaining. And you never, I mean, even the last AEW that he was on, you know, coming out or dark, he, you know, was under the ring on a ladder and it just I don't know he always entertains me so I mean he's not probably gonna be like in my top five forever but I do like to always be updating my top and while Shawn Michaels will always be there everyone else is always open to cancellation 
but right now Orange Cassidy is rounding off my top five of wrestlers. The next question kind of goes in with uh, my top five favorite wrestlers is my favorite match. And this match is not a pay-per-view match. To me, it easily could have been. It could have been a pay-per-view match. It was on Raw. It was, I believe I was 15, 14 or 15. And it was the Jeff Hardy versus The Undertaker ladder match for the title. And I remember Jeff Hardy, he had his white wife beater on, he had his like UV paint and his black pants and like his like blonde hair and The Undertaker. I think The Undertaker was still doing the American Badass stuff at that time. I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that he was doing it. And that match was just such a classic to me. That is like the one match that I can remember so much about that match. I remember the end of like, you know, you, so many times you thought that Jeff had it and Jeff just, he wouldn't stay down and he wouldn't stay down and whatever The Undertaker did, he, you know, he wasn't gonna stay down. And even after the match, like, he refused to give up. And Jeff was definitely one of my favorites at that time. The Undertaker, you know, he's definitely one of the greatest of all time. I could do a whole episode on The Undertaker and how he started off scaring me and now, you know, I love him and my thoughts on, you know, his streak ending and everything like that. But that match to me is my favorite, my personal favorite match of all time. I don't know how to explain it besides, to me it was just, besides the fact that Jeff didn't win, it was just perfect. And then at the end you have, you know, The Undertaker giving Jeff Hardy his respect. And coming from The Undertaker, that is just, unheard of it's amazing i don't think that it'll ever be duplicated in my heart and a match i feel like i could watch that match every day and never get sick of it never get tired of it and it's just it's a classic so that is my personal favorite match if any of you guys want to tell me about your favorite match feel free to let me know but yeah that is my favorite match and you cannot change my mind on that the next question is, did you ever consider becoming a professional wrestler? And the answer to that is absolutely. I didn't start thinking about it until later on um, in my teenage years. It wasn't something that like at three and four or eight even, I was like, I'm gonna be a professional wrestler. That was not my mindset then. Then I was just enjoying everything that came along with the territory of wrestling and loving watching it and all of that stuff but as i kind of got into my early teenage years i was kind of like this would be really cool like i think that i could do this and from from a physical standpoint i probably could have however i learned in my late teenage years that i do not have depth perception which means that i do not see the world the same way that most people do. I don't know how to describe it besides I only look through one eye at a time. So if you are looking at something and then close one of your eyes, I guess that's kind of how I see the world. To me, it's all I've ever known. I was kind of born this way. So I don't understand how people see through two eyes. I'm not blind in one eye. I can see perfectly fine through both eyes. It's not something like that. I just don't have the ability to put 
my two eyes together to look at the same time. It's probably a very bad way of describing it, but I really don't know another way. So, you know, to me, I can tell that things are dimensional, but it's just because like, I know they are. Like I can look at a picture of something and then look at the thing and to me it looks the same. They both look the same amount of like detailed or flat. So to me, that means that I wouldn't be an ideal candidate to be a wrestler because I don't want to hurt somebody and I don't want to hurt myself because I misjudge something or I do something incorrectly because I don't have the knowledge of depth to be able to execute things. I know that whenever I found out that I didn't have depth perception, they told me like, okay, you can never be a pilot. You can never join the military. There were just a list of things that like you just can't do. I also can't go and see 3D movies, but that's a whole nother thing. But yeah, I can't, I can't put images together. So I didn't think that being a wrestler was in my best interest. I love being a fan. I would love to, you know, be a commentator or something like that in the industry. I would love to be behind the scenes at this point, but I don't think that being an actual competitor is something that would ever be in my future just because I don't want to hurt anybody. You know, I've seen so many botched things and people getting hurt and that's not what I aspire to to have happen in my life. So that's that's why I will never be a professional wrestler. But if you guys ever thought about it, let me know. I would love to hear your your stories of whether you actually went through with it, whether you didn't go through with it, how far you got in your journey. You know, I got to about like 16 and then it was like, oh, you don't have death reception. And I was like, that's nice to know. I never, no one ever told me that. It would have been nice to know my whole life while I was wearing glasses and thought that I had vision problems. I didn't have actual problems. I just didn't have death reception and that's how they tried to mask it. So that's all the wrestling questions for this episode. If you guys want to ask me questions for next episode or any future episodes, feel free to tweet me at rainbow underscore Sarah. You can put them in the comment section of this video, put them in my YouTube channel. Um, rainbow Red Panda is the name for that channel. I mainly upload comic book content but I also talk about wrestling on there a little bit. I talk about music, just kind of not every single one of my interests, but most of them. So I would love to see you guys over on, you know, all of my social media and let me know what you think of the podcast. This podcast will be weekly. It will be recorded and then uploaded on Thursdays. I don't know if it'll always be recorded on Thursdays. I might do it on like Wednesdays just so that if there's any editing that needs to take place or something, I can do that. But this has been the first episode of PandaCast. I look forward to seeing you guys all next week. Please go watch all the wrestling. This week, I would recommend that if you have, for some reason, never seen the Jeff Hardy versus The Undertaker ladder match for the 
I don't remember which title it was. It was like the main one. I don't know if it was like the heavyweight title or the undisputed title. Which title we had at that point, I just remember that it was the title and the competitors and that it was an amazing match and you definitely should go watch it. I'm probably gonna go watch it after this because I just, I love that match so much. Let me know who your favorite wrestlers are and I will see you guys next week. Bye.